Hello, and welcome back to the Inside Out Interpersonal Transformation Podcast with your host, Tommy Acerno, where I am partnering with amazing professionals, corporate leaders, inspiring pioneers in the world to totally transform and up-level their professional relationships so that it shifts from the energies of fight and flight and even freeze into the energies of calm, cool, connected, enthusiastic, passionate, and balanced and harmonious. This podcast is all about relationships. And believe it or not, the relationships are what you're really remembered for. The topic of this podcast comes up because I recently attended the funeral services for a family member that has recently passed. And as I was listening to the stories that were told about him by my family, uh, in this case, there was a priest there as well. The theme was all about relationships. You're remembered by your relationships. You're remembered by the lives that you touch and you interact with. I think a lot of times we forget about that. I think a lot of times we're, we find ourselves focused on what we can get from our relationships. What can others do for us? I'm not saying that's good, bad, right, or wrong. But if it's, if it's unconscious that we're doing that, if we're doing that out of habit, then that may be an area to look at, an area to explore. Sometimes it goes the other way, where our focus and our attention is never on ourselves. And it's always about fixing, serving, supporting others, and actually totally neglecting ourselves. And again, that is not good, bad, right, or wrong either. However, if that is a tendency or a trend for you, it may benefit to spend some time looking into that, leaning into what's going on here. Why am I showing up in the world expecting others to give to me? Or why am I showing up in the world expecting myself to to give to others. And perhaps the most powerful approach is the blending of both. Again, neither one of them is good, bad, right, or wrong. Balance, however, is one of the most powerful forces out there. And you can see the nature of balance in nature. When ecosystems are in a symbiotic balance, what are they like? We, what do we call those? We call that healthy. If your physical being is in balance, what do we describe that as healthy? So relationships are energy and relationships are just like everything else. 
what would be a healthy relationship. Now, sometimes your mind might start wondering like, okay, Tommy, well, this is great for maybe my intimate relationships or my personal relationships. What about work? It's the same. If you're thinking that they're different, then that's a block for you. They are not different. They are not different. Relationships is our connection as an individual with other individuals. Now, there are ways to look at our relationships from a higher level of consciousness where we see that actually we're all interconnected. And that's a topic that I love to talk about and will not talk about today. So instead, when I talk about relationships, know that I'm talking about them unconditionally, meaning I'm not only talking about personal relationships, intimate relationships, or professional relationships. And I know if you're listening to this, that's the theme. At the same time, how we do one thing is how we do, how we do everything. There's a saying that says that. How we do one thing is how we do everything. How you show up in your relationships with a best friend in a way reflects and imitates that and and utilizes the same energy as it does in a professional relationship. And that may be a little bit confusing for right now and 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 perhaps we can come back to that. For now though, I want to get back to this topic of balance. You are an individual person. It's pretty easy to to tell. <laughs> you have your own senses, you have your own mind, your own heart, your own skin, your own blood. You have these elements that make you uniquely you. The true you, the actual you, you, is this word consciousness I keep using. How do you know that your mind thinks certain things? The real you, the consciousness, is the one who observes it. How do you know that you feel any particular emotion? The real you, which is your consciousness, observes it. So if you tell me that you feel frustrated or angry in your interpersonal work relationships, a really annoying question that I might ask is, how do you know? What do you mean, how do I know? Because I'm in here. I'm this consciousness that's in here. Yes. Yes, now we're on to something. Now we're on to something. Because the reason that's so important to differentiate, the reason that's so important to highlight, is because this sets you up for success in improving the relationship with yourself. This is the relationship that by far is the most underutilized. And you might be saying, well, well, Tommy, you said earlier, you know, some of us engage in relationships so that we can get something from others. Why would we do that? Why would we do that? Well, it makes us feel good. If we're getting something from someone else that is of benefit, that feels good. Same question, how do you know? It generates that goodness, that feeling within. It's externally driven. It's externally motivated. And that feels good in our individual being. Yet there's still a consciousness that's observing 
that sensation. And it's like, and that the observation of that sensation is that feels good. So that's still actually not nurturing the relationship with yourself. It might seem like it does because it's, it's making you feel good, but it's conditional. It's temporary. It's not long lasting. If someone did something nice for you, how long does that energy or, or does something for you or, or does, yes, does something that benefits you in some way, how long does that energy hang around? 20 minutes, five minutes, a day, a week? How long before you feel the urge to want and desire and crave more from others? If it hasn't fulfilled you yet, it's not going to fulfill you in the future. Let's go the other way. You're giving, you're serving, you're supporting. You're giving your being, your, your essence. It's much like the, the giving tree. If you've read that children's book where this, this tree systematically gives and gives and gives of its leaves and its branches and its trunk to this little boy who then grows into a, an old man until all that's left is a stump. It's a beautiful story. It's even inspiring. And at the same time, if we're cut down to the trunk, if we're, if we're depleted to the point where we have nothing to give but <laughs> be an immovable stump <laughs> that turns into a chair, which still has a usefulness, that doesn't serve sustainably long-term either. So what I'm talking about is how do we have relationships how do we shift our perspective and our, and our energy and our thoughts about relationships in a way that creates sustainable, long-lasting, unconditional joy, enthusiasm, peace, calm? These are the things I talk about. These are the things I talk about. The whole goal of this, this podcast and the Inside Out Interpersonal Transformation program, the webinar created, the website, like all these things together they're here to shift the perspective of an energy from depleting experiences with relationships to sustainable, long-lasting, fulfilling, satisfying relationships. So I've been talking about balance. I've been talking about our relationship with others. And I've talked a little bit about our relationship with ourself. And I want to come back to that now because it's really important to understand the two extremes of how we interact with our relationships now. That really there is a consciousness that's observing all of these experiences. You have to understand that. If, you, if, if you're still unclear on that at this point, either rewind it's not talking about it like it's a tape. <laughs> rewind. It, it, digital rewinds. No problem. And listen to the first part again. And if you're still confused, send me an email. Reach out to me. Give me a call. <laughs> I don't care. Smoke signals. However you want to reach out to me. And I'm happy to help help dive, dive into this more. Those are important to understand so that we can start with the most critical, the most important, the most... Um, overlooked relationship, and that is the relationship with ourselves. Your relationship with yourself 
is most powerful, most fulfilling, most sustained as you are connected with who you truly are, which is the consciousness that is observing, that is observing the physical being that you've come to know as you. You know, the physical being that has your your name, your you know, first name, last name, title, education, experiences, right? All of your experiences. You are the result of all of your experiences of the past up until right now. Recognizing that that is something that you can actually have a relationship with. You can have a relationship with your mind. You can have a relationship with your emotions. You can have a relationship with your physical being coming from this consciousness, coming from this center point. You can call it soul. You can call it spirit and call it whatever you want. I like the word consciousness. I feel like that, that seems to capture it the best. And again, all these are just concepts. These are just words that are helping to describe something that is actually something that cannot be described with words. It can only be experienced. So that, that's why like, you can listen to my podcast, you can listen to talks uh, from spiritual leaders and, and other kinds of professional leaders all over the world of the past, of the present, and in the future. All of us, what we're doing is working on conceptualizing an experience. So I'm going to come back to that a little a later time, but just something to understand right now. That's why if you're listening to this and it makes sense, I'm, I'm describing these concepts in a way that works for you. If it does not make sense, there may be another teacher out there that is better suited or is describing these concepts in a way using other words and other language that makes more sense to you. Okay. So back to the relationship with yourself. When you're, when you're rooted in your consciousness, the seed of self, self-actualization, self-realization, Maslow, Carl Jung, all of these great great thought leaders in the past, they've done the same thing. They've worked really, really hard to conceptualize an experiential experience, which is to recognize that your mind is not you. It's something you experience. Your emotions are not you. It's something that you experience. Your physical body is not you. It's something that you experience. Because of that, though, it opens you up to the power of relationships. Who are you, the consciousness, in relation to yourself? What's your relationship like with your thoughts? If you're like most of us, if you're like me, if you're like pretty much everyone else on this planet, that relationship really isn't the best. We're ignoring each other. I don't want to think that thought. Oh, you're thinking that bad thought? Forget it. I'm out of here. Or uh, it's ignoring or it's also completely believing without questioning. Oh, you think I'm not good enough to start my own business? That's a thought in the brain. Okay, thank you for the thought. I'll, I'll, you're right. I'm not good enough to start my own business. Uh, I'm not good enough to, to serve. I'm not good enough to, uh, or I'm not educated enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not lovable enough. I'm not valuable enough. Oof, that's a big one. These are all thoughts from the mind. And sometimes we believe them implicitly without questioning them at all. And it can create a whole lot of suffering. It's the same with our emotions. Oh, there's that doubt 
coming up again. Oh, there's that anxiety coming up again. Oh, that there's that 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 guilt coming up or that dread coming up again. That's that must be who I am. No. It's an experience. And it works the other way too. Oh, there's that excitement coming up again. There's that happiness coming up again. There's that uh you know, joy coming up again. What's the relationship like with those parts of our experience, with our thoughts and our emotions? Is it unconditional? Is it completely welcoming? Think of someone who, who is extraordinarily welcoming. They, they welcome you into their house. They welcome you into their, their city, into their experience, into their lives. Welcome. Come on in. Have a seat. Have you ever been in a situation like that? Have you ever met someone like that or maybe visited a place? Maybe you traveled somewhere and, and you notice the people there are just crazy welcoming. They're ready to just help and support and serve and just, they just, they're just excited to be with you and to meet you. You can have that kind of relationship with your thoughts and your emotions and your physical being and say, Welcome. It's it's great to have you here. Doubt, of course you're welcome here. Guilt, of course you're welcome here. Thoughts that I'm not good enough in some way, of course you're welcome here. I've got a spot for you. You can hang out. And that may sound silly. It may sound like it's not even possible. Believe me when I say it is possible. This is the internal work that I've been doing for over 20 years and continue to work on. I have not figured this stuff out. I do not have this kind of relationship with myself 100% of the time, but I do have it. And I have it a lot more than other people based on what I've experienced as well. And I don't say that to, to brag or put down any, anyone or anything. I say it as a beacon of light and hope that you too can have a, a welcoming relationship with yourself. Now, I started this whole talk talking about recently attending a funeral and how all of the stories about him were actually based on his relationships. That's what he was remembered for. You know, and he had some amazing accomplishments in his life and we talked about those. But what emotion, like you could just feel the energy shift. The, the, the energy was just so connected when we talked about his relationships. It was his relationships that he is remembered by. It's the relationships that you are remembered by. Start with the relationship with yourself. Work on improving that relationship. And if you need motivation for that, here it is. Elevating the relationship with yourself broadcasts a signal, an energetic frequency, a message, just like a radio tower, that others pick up on. And when others are around you, and it could be on Zoom, it could be in person, it doesn't matter. When they are around you, they will be uplifted. They will be more inspired. They will feel more calm. They will feel more cool, more content, more peace, more joy, more enthusiasm, more passion. 
because you are, because you have discovered a path to sustainable, long-lasting, fulfilling connection with yourself. And that will inspire them. And guess what that'll do? It'll uplift your relationships with others. And they will remember you because of that energy that they feel. They may not be able to describe and to put it into words that, you know, it's like, oh, I, you know, I picked up so-and-so's energetic broadcasting frequency and I noticed my own energy uplift. Like, no, like <laughs> I might say that, but <laughs> not many other people would because it doesn't matter. It's their experience of you that then becomes elevated and uplifted. Amazing, powerful, inspiring, pioneering leaders of the past and of the present and of the future, they do this. Most of them do it intentionally. They work on themselves. They reconcile the relationship with themselves and then bring that energy out into their network, their world, their sphere of influence. And truly touch other people's lives. Truly connect with other people's consciousness. It may be somewhat of a morbid thought, but it's still a healthy exercise. I've done this myself in the past, I'm just now remembering. How would people describe their relationship with you as your funeral. This person made me feel like I was the most important person in the room, or this person, you know, was very inspiring. I, this, this person paved their own way and brought others with them. This person was a true leader where they honored autonomy and created vision. How would you like them to talk about you? And this is the thing that most of us get wrong is that we feel like we have to change other people so that they would say something like that. If, they, if, if you were wanting them to say something very inspiring, encouraging, and uplifting about you, it's like, oh, well, then I have to change them. No, you don't have to change them. You only have to shift and change your energy, your relationship with yourself, and that will automatically lift up your relationships with others. All on its own. You, you actually don't have to do anything. You know, when I've, when I've taught this and I've worked with others on the same topic, uh, I've had clients say, Tommy, this is like a superpower that you have empowered me with, that I can positively influence my relationships just by working on myself. And it is a superpower because it's, it's like magic when you see it in action. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. I, I love hearing those stories from clients or, or from others who, who I know are consciously doing the work of raising their own energy and allowing that energy to positively influence and impact others. So here's where I come back to balance, right? I was talking about those of us who utilize 
relationships to get something out of them. And then those of us who utilize relationships to fully give something to them. It's very much like the yin and the yang or the yin and yang. There's that the light side and that dark side. But the, the shape that most people don't see in that symbol is the circle on the outside. That's the truth. That's the Tao. That's the way. That's the, the holistic approach. And so to the truly balanced person, the one who is aware of their consciousness as an observer, an observer of a physical being, of, of a mind and of emotions and, and thoughts, you get the best of all worlds where you are able to fully receive support, help, guidance, love from others and welcome it. Just like that, welcome, like we were talking about earlier, like just like welcoming them, welcoming it into your home. It is your home, your inner home. That way you can still receive from others. You can still benefit from the work, the contributions, the, the love, the energy, the, the, the work from others. And then you can also serve, not because you have to, not because you need to, not because it's the only way you can feel like you're valued. Just because you can. That's what you want to experience. Wow, what's it like to uplift this person? What's it like to support and nurture them? Especially a really difficult person, right? And that's, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, that's a, that's a big part of our theme, right? How, how do we transform our interpersonal relationships that are hard or difficult or not pleasant right now, right? <laughs> I challenge you right now, how can you serve that person? How can you serve that person? Not because you need to, you have to, uh, because you want something from them. Maybe another way to, to, to ask that question is, who do you need to be? to be able to serve them unconditionally. No attachments, no strings attached. I can just serve you right now. And it may just be to hold space. It may just be to finally listen to them for two minutes instead of trying to talk over them for two minutes. <laughs> and again, I'm not saying that with judgment. I'm just, I've, I've experienced these kinds of conversations before. I know how they go. You have to be aware of how you're showing up. If you want to, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to do any of this stuff. Uh, you know, if it's, this may not be the time for you, this may not, you may not be in the place to explore this kind of relationship with yourself and with others where it comes from the inside out, like I teach and I talk about, but if this does resonate, there's something about like, you can feel a truth to this, capture that, write it. Speak it, articulate it in some way for yourself. What is your takeaway from everything that I'm talking about? And then decide and then ask yourself a very important follow-up question. How can I apply this takeaway in the next two days, in the next week, in a very, very small way? I'm all about very, very small steps. Because most people I work with are pretty busy as it is, in their mind anyway. <laughs> I realize it's a perception, but a whole other podcast, a whole other topic on that. There's a lot of 
I'll, I'll blanket this statement, realizing it's a generalization. There's a lot of us who believe that we're very busy. Because of that, I love to emphasize small steps. What if the next time you engage with a difficult person in your professional work relationships, commit to being silent for 30 seconds after they start talking or commit to laying down one really powerful boundary saying, I heard this, this, this crazy talk from this, this guy on this podcast (laughs) and it inspired me to set a boundary. And so I'm committing to only answering email between business hours. In the evenings, I'm not going to be responding to any email. That honors my life, my balance, and honestly honors the lives and balance of my coworkers. It's a powerful statement. Now, that's not a small step. I mean, it sounds like a small step, and it technically is a small step, but it may feel like a big step. (laughs) so that's just an example again that the most powerful solution is not the answer that i come up with the most powerful solution is the solution that you come up with the one that you're excited about that you feel excited about that you are maybe nervous to do but excited at the same time there's that yin yang again I, i love to think of that as so the other shape i like to think of in that symbol is the s in the middle that connects the light and the dark. I call that the sweet spot. What is a small action for you that is in the sweet spot between nervous and excited that is going to harmonize and balance your relationship with yourself, with your thoughts, with your emotions, with your physical being. And it's gonna allow you to raise your energy and Set an intention with that energy to up-level your interpersonal professional relationships. And then watch what happens. And then watch what happens. Let me know what you experience because I think you're going to be blown away. Thank you so much for sharing your extraordinarily precious time with me listening to these words. If you have not subscribed to this podcast yet, please do. If there's someone in your life, in your circle that you think would benefit from this podcast or any of the particular episodes, please share it with them. Love to get the word out. Love to to see the world filled with more people that have an inspiring relationship, connection with themselves, very healthy, very balanced. And they use that energy to create very healthy, very balanced, very cool, calm, content, enthusiastic, passionate relationships with others. Thank you for listening. Ciao.